Not that I don't appreciate your company. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're looking for love, romance, marriage, divorce. Sorry, I skipped ahead of myself. The funny thing is, is that there is somebody in my life I've been thinking a lot about lately. Yeah, I know. You do? Everybody does. It's obvious. It is? Oh, absolutely. You and Sharon are perfect for each other. Sharon? No, I'm talking about Joan. Clayton? Welcome back to Oh Hell Yes, a girlfriend's podcast. Today is the partnerless partner. We are nearing the end of season four. That is so crazy. That's crazy that we made it this far. You know how long we've been doing this podcast, Etsy? Since 2020. Yeah, it just... It's, it's, it's a pandemic podcast. It was. It's a pandemic pod. And you know what's crazy? Um, It don't feel like it. Does it feel like it's been that long? No, it's, it's, it's giving me a year. It does. It has that year feeling. But the thing is with the pandemic is you, you feel like you lost a year. Like people act like, or we feel like that year never happened. So it honestly does feel like a year, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're approaching um, the two year mark uh, in a few weeks. It's coming. I'm super excited about that. Thanks for hanging Ding in there. Etsy. <laughs> so uh, I'm Nettie Smith and I'm Etsy Rowe. And uh, this episode was written by Michael B. Kaplan Original air date, 5-3-2004. Etsy, you smell that? What does it smell like? Fall. Fall Mm. is here. It's coming. Mm, You know, get your cozy clothes. Get your cozy clothes. It's still hot as hell outside, so. Oh, you don't feel that? You don't feel that wind? You don't? I I mean, it's not hot as shit, but it is hot as hell. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't hell be hotter than shit? Well, here's the thing, usually, right? But okay. think about hot as shit. Like, shit. Which one seems more unbearable when you say it out loud? Hot as hell? That's what I everybody mean, says. Hell's or a- hot as shit. Hell's eternal. <laughs> That's forever. <laughs> so it ain't like you hopping in, hopping out. Hell's forever. <laughs> so that, that heat builds and builds over years and, and, and millennia and eternity. Hell is definitely forever. It's but, true. Um, all I yeah, know is this. Hot. I felt a breeze today and I smelled the fall. I smell football season. I smell it. Oh, lordy. I, I smell cozy clothes and pumpkins. Pumpkin spice. I don't like pumpkin spice. And nature hikes. You go hiking? I have before. How many times? <laughs> Once or twice, you know what I mean? But, you know, I'm open. I'm open to it. Damn. Why you got to call me out and shit? Don't ask about Just say okay and keep it moving. Gotta ask how many times. Damn. How many times you been? Oh, my God. Bitch, a whole, a grand total of one. Oh, okay. Well, let's, let's, let's link up. Find you a know. hike and trail. Go see the leaves change and shit. Are there any serial killers out there who are killing black women? Serial killers don't really do their thing nowadays because of CCTV, tracking of cell phones, no one hitchhikes anymore, tracking of cars with GPS. It's hard to be a serial killer nowadays. I mean, not that I've tried. I'm just saying. I watch a lot of true crime. My nigga, oh, my nigga, (laughs) criminal mind. (laughs) Well, no, we. I watch a lot of true crime shows and I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts. And that's what they say. Like, it's so much har- harder now because you could be caught. Cameras are everywhere. We got cell phones. Cell phones, you'll be tracked by morning. By morning, you done. By so morning. So no one can get to enough women to where they can be a perpetual killer. You know, it's real hard to stay anonymous nowadays. Social media, everything. Hmm. Mm-hmm. You got to be a nomad. A nomad. You got to be Is off the called? grid. And then the person you kill mm. got to be off the grid, too, because my cell phone's coming with me. Period. It's going to lead you. It's going to lead the cops to you if I have Period. it on me. Whether I have a, a phone, a watch, one of them little watches, like Fitbits, whatever. Yeah. That's a fact. Well, okay. So then we can go hiking. <laughs> what do you think? We're going to go like late at night and shit? <laughs> yeah, I got to stay safe out there. <laughs> Well, like I said, we got phones and shit. It could lead us where we need to go, and 
and that's it. We'll yeah, be good. We won't get lost. We can call if we lost. need help. We we run out of water and shit. <laughs> All you got to worry about is stepping on the wrong ledge or you know going too far off the cliff. <laughs> you know people be taking them pictures. So when I last went hiking. Um, I went with a few people and we got to this top part where you take pictures and you know me, I was like, nah, I'm good over here. But some people get real close just to get that wonderful shot overlooking everything on, to put on the Instagrams. Mm-hmm. Oh God. I mean, I know there are stories. Somebody done stepped a little too far. The wind done carried them out. Yeah. Not me though. I ain't, I ain't getting that close. Yeah. The shot isn't that important guys. Please to some people be it safe is. out there. <laughs> They'll sit right on the ledge with their feet dangling like, bitch, if you don't get some melanin in your skin and fucking realize the dangers that are upon you. Exactly. It reminds me of people when they when they be going to the zoo and they be trying to take some pictures of the um of the lions and the tigers and the bears. Or, oh, you mean people. You know, these <laughs> the palm palm people tall people you know what i mean y'all know what we're yeah. trying to say and they be yeah. hopping in the cages and shit because they need uh-huh. that close close shot like bitch who hopping cares fence. who fucking cares to jump over a fence and get close close for a picture the outside shot is just as good yeah the outside shot is fine like you don't need to be od close to that motherfucking um bear or a monkey even right y'all seen yeah should we? spoilers for nope i mean at this point fuck it, y'all ain't seen this shit you ain't, ain't never gonna see, gonna see it. It's been out for like <laughs> <laughs> monkeys are dangerous too, y'all. They'll rip your oh, face deep. off. Don't think, oh, it's just a cute little monkey. All right, bitch, try it. Fuck around and find strong, out. Strong too. Hmm. So yeah, I'm excited for fall. That's just you know, it's my favorite season. So I was born in fall. Okay. What's your favorite season, Etsy? Um, I want to say my favorite season is spring. I was born in spring. <laughs> Aries babies, March 30th, gang, gang. Got the Atlanta wrench, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, gang, gang, uh, Libra, Scorpio gang. <laughs> I might, might cut Are you that a out Libra cause... or a Scorpio? I'm on the cusp. You lying. What's Boy, your birthday? Why I'm finna lie for? Like, why I'm finna lie? You on a cusp? Like, yeah. you, you don't fit into anyone? October 23rd is right where it cut off at. Sometimes it cuts off on the 22nd. Sometimes it cuts off on the 23rd. Depends on where you're oh, reading at. shit. Damn. Why? Does that does that mean I'm, uh, you won't go hiking with me? You scared or something? No. It just means like, so there was this thing that came out with J-Lo. And <laughs> it was dancers at her dance audition. So... One of the dancers that auditioned for J-Lo. Shut up. Wait, wait, wait. wait. We, it's not just a dancer. It's Shotty from Glee. It's Heather from Glee. Oh, yeah. yeah she, go ahead. She, she, she got lit. Shout out to Heather. <laughs> Blondie Shout from Glee. Shout out to Heather for giving us the real. So she was spilling tea on somebody's show. And she said that she went to an audition for J-Lo. And then J-Lo walked in. She whispered some shit to the assistant. After the whole day. After the whole day. After eight hours of dancing, your ass off, feet bleeding, you tired, you think you're about to make the part. Go ahead. Right. Context matters. So after all of that, so the assistant goes, any Virgos in the room, raise your hand. Of course, all the Virgos raise their hand like, oh my God, are we special? Are we just about to like get get scooted up or or in the front of the line or what? What's going to (laughs) happen? So they go, okay, thank you guys for coming. You're excused. Oh shit! Oh, if I was on the cusp of Virgo, yeah, it would have been. I a wouldn't have raised my hand. But how you know it wasn't a good thing though? She ain't shit. even say it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I just would have been like, I would have been like, hey, I have a question. Oh no, that would have been raising my hand. <laughs> I, I would just leaned over and said, hey, hey, I have a question. I'm on the cusp. <laughs> what do I do? I feel like, be like I'm on the cusp. Me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm on the cusp. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm. I don't want. I don't want to be annoying. But I'm. On, I'm on the cusp. What do I? They'll be like, "Fuck it. Raise your hand." Yeah, you out anyway. We don't want to play around with that. So here's the thing. I didn't even know that Leos and Virgos don't get along. Is that a thing in the horoscope community? Hey, horoscope Twitter. Let us know. Let us I don't know. know about that. I don't know. I just know Gemini stay away from them motherfuckers. You don't fuck <laughs> with Gemini's. 
I don't. I haven't had good experiences with Geminis as a whole. I mean, one or two, but as a whole, generally, um, Geminis have not been consistently kind. Mm. Uh, to the point where someone will be a bitch, I'll be like, what's your sign? Gemini. I fucking knew it. Fucking knew it. Damn. Yeah. That's so uh, crazy. I wish it wasn't like that, but <laughs> shout out to my mom and sister. Um, <gasps> They're Geminis? Yeah. Nisi is a Gemini. I love y'all though. That's hilarious. You know what's interesting is that Geminis and Aries are like sister signs, so they tend to get along very well. Not sister signs. Are you an Aries? I am an Aries. So cool. I'll introduce you to my fam. (laughs) You met my sister already, so it's whatever. But so they tend to Mm. get along. That's hilarious. So you get along with Donald Trump then? Donald Trump is a Gemini. Yeah. I don't know about that one. You know. <laughs> I mean, y'all sister signs, There's exce- exceptions right? to the rule. but <laughs> Sister signs. But nah. I, I usually fuck with Geminis. You know. Maybe maybe, maybe in a pre... I had the same experience. In a pre-Trump era, we could make something happen. Yeah, before happen. he started... Um, before the... Um... Yeah. Back when he just had his reality show. You know what I'm saying? I'll feel you. I'll feel you. But all right. Let's get into... Today's episode, The Partnerless Partner. (laughs) And it is my turn to read the cold open. So we started Skia and Maya is finishing up. um, We all, so there's a thing that goes on in this episode where we get the tail end of a story. We we don't get the full story. So a lot of times when this storyline's coming up, we'll hear the ending of a story and then it'll start. Mm -hmm. We hear um, Maya saying, and that's how I know the difference between laundry bleach and hair bleach. And I'm like, damn, well, I would love to hear the rest of that. But uh, that's a funny story. And Tony walks in and she looks really kind of sad about something. Not everything's okay. Something's not right. So she sits down and she tells the girls that she just came from Trebuchet and she had a massage. And she's like, I think I might have cheated on Todd. So I'm like, damn, what, what the fuck happened? So she's like, well, I was just laying there. And Joan's like, oh, like you do with Todd. And she's like, yeah, just laying there. And she was getting her thighs massage. And there was a fair amount of contact with her other stuff. Mm. I had a, you know, I had a, a revelation. And I was bleeding. A song in your heart. <laughs> Stop messing with me. You know what I'm talking about. And she won't say it. <laughs> and oh, a lady oh. And Joan's like, well, this is like the fifth one you ever had. I'm like, really? <laughs> ever? Mm. By the way, um, Joan's hair looks terrible in this scene. I have that in my notes. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Yeah. It might look, look worse than Tony's. <laughs> it, nah. No, actually, <laughs> the way they styled the short wig today, it wasn't that bad. Okay. <laughs> Um, it just don't fit the shape of her face. It makes her face look smaller or something. It's, the wig is too, it's too poofy. It's too big and bulky. Something, something just don't sit right with me. Mm. Tony says she's had six orgasms during sex and 10 if you count during shopping. So all together, 10 in her whole life. Uh, Jones grossed out with the unprofessionalism of the, of the massage parlor have you ever been to a massage parlor that did this i only hear rumors about this shit what massage parlors that massage (laughs) because that's what they do they gonna touch there's other massage parlors that give you a happy ending oh you mean like do that no i've never heard of that but i'm sure that's what they're um, talking about I'm sure there's some massages out there. I've seen some stuff on Twitter. Yeah, like the, the secret the secret society massages. But I don't hear about it in real life. It's always through TV shows and on Twitter. Yeah, like the swinger massages. Yeah, no. Like, how do you pay for that? Do you, how do you find out about something like that? <laughs> and be like, yeah, so, I'm going to go have him I, rub my vag for like 30 minutes. <laughs> I bet that it's through referral. And then when you get you to the a secret card or something. Right. And then when you get to the um when you get to the door, you gotta say a secret code. 
Mm. And they're disguised yeah. as a regular massage place, hiding in plain sight. Okay. Yeah, that's just I don't know, but they um they want the dude's information because Lynn want to try it. They all want to try it out. Well, not Joan because she's a she's a prude. But Maya and Lynn are down. We'll see wanna, later wanna... about Joan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so once we get out of the cold open, we're at the law firm. Maya walks into William's office and says, Mr. Dent, Mr. Sweetelson and Miss Upton Farley are here to see you. And I'm like, why are we being so formal, bitch? <laughs> I don't know. Very weird. I think she's like, yeah, I can't say how, I can't talk how I want to talk because the higher ups are here now. So let me put on my cold switch. Yeah. Let me just make sure. So they walk in and whatever, and they got some news. William has made senior Wow. Wow, William. Wow. You know what? You know, I want to see a black man in a power position like that. You know, I don't know about this type of black man, but I mean, shout out <laughs> to him. We happy for the character, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's representation nonetheless. But, um, <laughs> you know, they walk in. They're very robotic when they tell them. We'll be brief. There'll be a gathering of all firm personnel in the conference room tomorrow at 9 a.m. The purpose of said meeting is to announce that you have been made a senior partner. Following work, there'll be a celebratory cocktail reception at Blue Bar. And, you know, I guess you got to be professional when they tell you. Just kind of look like it don't phase you so they know they made the right choice. But if you act all like all giggly and shit, they're going to be like, wait, I don't know. This guy's kind of kind of giggly. Mm-hmm. But... They let them know about a uh, celebratory, you know, situation that's going to happen for him. It's going to be at Blue Bar, which is like, damn, is there any other bars in the f- fucking city? That's the only set they got for a bar. So that's what y'all going to get. The Blue Bar. <laughs> y'all can't like switch it around and call it like the Red Bar or something like that. Like put away the tables or something. Yeah. <laughs> switch up Skia. Make Skia have a back room and say, well, you, that's, y'all always at Skia too. Never mind. But they head out and um, Maya starts cheering and whooping and hollering. She's like, we're rich. We're rich. And I totally forgot. This was a point where I forgot, like, he hadn't gotten the raise yet. She never got her raise yet. It was all like. It was all promises, promises. (laughs) (laughs) oh god shout out to friend of the show keely um shout out to keely 3lw adrian notori <laughs> um yeah so only now is maya able to get her raise so she's excited and william's like ah chill maya I'm a senior partner now. You're a senior partner's assistant. We have to behave with a degree of decorum commiserate with our positions. And then he closes the door and immediately starts cheering. Did you notice the cartwheel? I did. I was like, okay. It looked dangerous as fuck. He nearly hit Golden. She had to run out of the way before his legs came down. Dude was, tall. was this Was this planned? Was this in the script? That's what I'm saying. Because she oh, runs no. out of the way like she didn't expect it. Cause that nigga tall as hell. So yeah, that's a if one wrong move. He hitting a chair or a table. That whole set is fucked up. Mike, you, know? <laughs> you lose you lose one of your actresses for for a few days due to injury. I don't know. Oh god. Um. So then he gets so excited. He's like, I gotta tell Joan, and he runs downstairs to go tell Joan. But what happens? Joan don't work there no more. But some other girl. She's like, William. How many times you gonna do this? <laughs> It's Sarah. Her name's Sarah. Yeah, her name is Sarah. I feel really bad for him because it's a common thing, obviously, because she's tired of the shit. And he keeps he just keeps forgetting she don't work there no more. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, Sarah. She's like, it's cool. It actually reminds me of the scene from uh, season two, episode five. What scene? Uh, when Joan and Tony stop being friends. And Joan forgets that they're not friends anymore. And they're working late. And she tells William, oh, I got to go. I got to go pick up Tony for Pilates. And she's mm. like, oh. and she just starts crying. Mm. This is pretty much the same scene, except William don't start crying. Yeah. And he can just call Joan. They still friends. Yeah, yeah. He can oh, do yeah. that. He, he knows where she lives. He probably got a motherfucking key. 
Yeah. So back at Skia, we start the scene off the same way, the tail end of a, of a story. Uh, the tail end of this one is Lynn saying, So apparently, when they say all you can eat, they mean all you can eat right then. Okay. <laughs> I thought that was funny, because only, only Lynn would interpret it, would it that way. <laughs> yeah. So Maya walks in, and she looks very, very, what's the word? Not sad, but she looks like something's bothering her. Mm-hmm. She's actually fanning herself, too. Mm-hmm. Almost like she she had a heat stroke or something. <laughs> Hot flashes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she explains that she went to Lee at Trebuchet. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, usually I don't get massages for pleasure. But she did this for friendship because she needed to do a little bit of research on whether Tony actually did cheat on Todd. And her findings are inconclusive because... <laughs> There were eight minutes she couldn't account for. Oof. Oh, what the fuck? What he did? What kind of shit is he putting on y'all? So wait, he rubbing on the coochie? Well, what Tony said was it was a thigh massage that kind of went a little too close to the danger zone, and oh, his hands kind of slid down a little bit. Mm. I mean, fucking Maya says she's still tingling. Oh my girl, oh. then why you in skia? Get the fuck out of here and go home. <laughs> That's gross. She gotta tell the girls. When while it's nah, wait on the till mind. you not singling no more. Or text me from home. <laughs> oh my god! Like you all have been skiing, sitting on their furniture, talking about you singling, girl. Uh. <sighs> and Lens, like you know what? This is ridiculous. I'm obviously gonna have to check it out for myself. And of course, Joan's still against it. I don't know why though. We all grown. I mean, we Joan be lying. Later. She be acting like she against stuff. She be acting like she better than everybody. That's the class's egregious thing. Mm-hmm. Her and Tony. That's why they besties. Well, I don't think Tony's as classist and egregious, but... You don't Joan think Tony like, is as classist and egregious? Maybe about different things. Maybe about different topics. Um, I felt like Tony wouldn't fuck with half of the niggas that Joan fuck with. Okay, yeah. And she has made jokes about Maya's husband's job and things like that, even though shit. <laughs> even though, yes. I mean, she she married to a doctor, but what is that? What you got to show for it? Well, yeah, that's because the nigga tricked her, though. Right, so right, yeah, true. That has to be. <laughs> we got to give it full context. The nigga lied. He tricked her. She thought she was marrying into um in, into that doctor shit, but nah, she the catch. She is. She really is. I guess they are cl- both classes and egregious just about different things because Tony had no issues going to this place. It's Joan who is like, yeah, ew, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. My girl Joan. You know, I-, I remember when we first started the show, I said she was my favorite character. I still stand by that. She's my favorite girlfriend. Mm. I still stand by that. Y'all can talk shit about Joan all you want, but... um, She's just so much of a pick-me. Like... She's gotten a that, little bit. That better. aspect is a little turn offish, but I feel like she's still a every woman. She's still like a general person. Mm. Like, she represents just your regular old girl. You don't think that's Maya? Nah. Because not every girl got that Crenshaw thing going on. Like, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think so. And not every girl got kids, you know? True. Or married. Like, not everybody's trying to do that true my joan's trying to do that but we never get to the point where she's there um and maya got married mad young which yikes. maya got married straight out of high school so and a lot of women aren't really doing that like they're going to college they're doing the career thing they're trying to move up the ranks in their career i don't know that's just uh-huh. how i see it but next we're at blue bar all the partners are there hanging out celebrating william's uh promotion and Sweetelson's there making a speech about William rising to the ranks of senior partner. And all the girls are there, too. It's really it's a really nice little party. And William's there with some girl I've never seen before. It looks like he paid her to be his date. You don't know this actress? I don't. That's old girl from Baywatch. Well, let me give it a goog. Give me a sec. A <laughs> goog? <laughs> Tracy Bingham. That's all familiar. She's like the only black girl there. OG yeah, she hottie. Is on Baywatch. Shit. I do see it. OG Damn. bad bitch. She's that girl. OG. 
Okay, yes. I looked it up. Yes, I did. Um, this is Tracy Bingham. Um, she was on Baywatch 1996 through 1998. Uh, she's also known for Reno 911. Mm-hmm. Well, she's like she was like a TV personality for a little bit. She did the hosting. She's done a lot of special guest episodes and a lot of popular TV shows, like, because she's like, she was like the OG hottie. So we would see her in Fresh Prince. We'd see her in, like, the Jamie Foxx show and things like that. So Mm. one of those. Yep. Okay. All right. Shout out to you, uh, Tracy. (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) So Candy's really weird. Yeah, she's a... She's a little bit, um, just a little slow. Yeah, she's slow. To the point where Sweetelson gets introduced to her. Charles, this is Candy. I'm pleased to meet you. (laughs) So, Candy, are you as sweet as your name? What do you mean? (laughs) He means that uh, Candy is sweet and Candy is your name. I'm sure someone has said that to you before. Well, sugar is sweet, too, but people don't call me sugar. It's because your name is Candy. <laughs> exactly. So, like, the whole time she doesn't understand the joke mm-hmm. about her name? Mm-hmm. No one's ever said these jokes to you, girl? This is the exactly. first night you're hearing this shit? And that's when Joan and Maya come through. Maya's looking for her raise at Blue Bar. Like, she's literally trying to get the whole raise thing off right now. So she sees the guy from Human Resources. So she, ho- she goes over to speak to him. And... Joan's like, hey, so William, how does it feel to have everything you want? You know, you got senior partner, you got a supermodel. And he's like, huh, I don't have everything. I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, okay. Well, Joan didn't catch it. She just just moves over to the next um, topic. But I was like, yes, it's beginning. It is beginning. (laughs) So, um... Lynn comes over to say congratulations, and William introduces her to Candy. Hi, Candy. That's a sweet name. Why? Because, well, you know, Candy's sweet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you, but <laughs> You see, I'm here with William. And they walk off. <laughs> I was like, that's okay. fucking funny. She's, she's slow. <laughs> she thought Lynn was hitting on her. That's funny. Um, but here's the thing when someone has a name that is like based off of something or like there's a joke that can be made of it don't do it guys don't because you're the millionth yeah. person you're the millionth fucking person who said it do you have any stuff about your name yeah they'd be like like the site yeah <laughs> sure i don't even be fake laughing no more i'll just be like yeah Why you won't just give in and just be nice? Jeez. I don't be fake laughing no more because that's that's a that's a weak joke. You lazy. <laughs> I sometimes get they be like, what's your name? Be like Nettie. They're like, oh, like the color purple. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like like the girl from the I color purple. Yeah. I gotta watch the color purple again. Yeah, so Nettie is Celie's sister. If y'all haven't seen the color purple or know that story at all, it was a book first by um Alice Walker wrote it. And that was like the big thing when when I was born, my, my parents would get comments from family like, aren't you afraid they're going to make fun of her for, for the Color Purple movie? <laughs> like, you going to call that baby Nettie? I don't get it as much as you think. So. Yeah. I think it's because it's an old movie. Yeah. Um, next, we're at the strip club. They busting it down for William and Sweetelson. I guess we can call Sweetelson Charles now. Can't we? Since he lets William call him Charles? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Sweetelson's a tongue twister, so. Mm-hmm. It's definitely an exercise. Yeah, it's like one of those, like, when you're about to speak, you have to do public speaking. Unique New York. <laughs> Unique New York. <laughs> one of those. Sweetelson, Sweetelson, Sweetelson. Yeah. Uh, so, William's not really feeling the strip club. He wants to call it a night because he's thinking about Joan. And Charles is like, you know, you're senior partner now. You should enjoy the accomplishment. But here's the thing. When people get everything they've ever wanted in life, or they accomplish a major goal they've strived for forever, they realize, dang, I don't got nobody to share it with. Uh-huh. And that's what William's going through. For a long time, his his job was his woman. Mm-hmm. 
When he's trying to get married, that ain't really work. Yeah. He hasn't been lucky in life. Probably because he's just been focused, even subconsciously, on his job. He can't even really put together a real relationship because he's all about law. There's that. And I don't even think William is like a pleasant person to be around. So, like, I don't even want to put all the blame on the job. Like, <laughs> he's just, he's just a bad guy. <laughs> well, he he's misogynistic. Yeah. And Republican. And, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I'm surprised they, they never really show him. I don't think they ever show him with a white woman. Right. Yeah. That would have been like, I believe that. I definitely would have believed that. I mean, yeah. with these niggas, you don't even got to be all Republican to fuck with white bitches. So you could believe anything. <laughs> <laughs> the most hood niggas. That is very true. Republican niggas. It don't even Etsy, matter. Like the site. <laughs> all of them be cooning. <laughs> it don't even matter so, yeah it's you know i don't know with william but it's just hard to believe that any woman yeah it's true because he had he had um monica yeah she was like she wasn't like a girlfriend she was like a manager or pr girl or something that was his agent who he was fucking yeah <laughs> she was wanting 10 percent and the dick i know that's right you better get paid <laughs> for real so William tells Charles but there's someone in my life I've been thinking a lot about lately Charles is like you know what I know he's like everybody knows it's obvious you and Sharon are perfect for each other William's like bitch I ain't studying Sharon I'm talking about Joan and Charles is actually quite surprised he's like Clayton Joan Carroll Clayton why he had to say her full government he's like he had to make sure we was talking about the same Joan are we talking about the one that used to work here yeah. <laughs> that is kinda that is kinda dissing her like, wait, there's no possible way you'd be talking about that, Joan. Sweet old son, if you don't get your ass, I know you ain't trying to roast. Right? Bitch, nobody wants you. Right. <laughs> so he's like, nah, not Clayton. Clayton is a quitter. She quit the firm. She's gonna quit on you. William, you need someone at your own level. Sharon is the one. Yeah, maybe you're right. Joan is a quitter. I was like, damn, that's harsh. Yeah. Plus, no, not necessarily. Tough. They don't really correlate. They don't. He's rich. And that's a really strong statement. Like, okay, even if she did quit the firm, she can't be a girlfriend? Yeah. Don't make no Fuck sense. Fuck out of here. And William's like, you know what? Maybe you're right. Joan is a quitter. Look what he done got on William's head. No backbone. Exactly. He's spineless, right? They done give you one position. Now you ready to tap dance. And be a motherfucking dog. Like, boy, if you don't stand up. (laughs) Damn, I didn't think about that. Yeah, he's like, you're right. Damn, you already got the position. Exactly. You don't got to kiss up to nobody. You're already the top. Damn, that nigga said one thing. You already ready to quit your guns, nigga? If you don't stand the fuck up. (laughs) So, um, we move on to the office. It's late night. Sharon and William are working on a case, and... William points out how in sync. <laughs> Go bye, bye, bye. <laughs> but Sharon and William, according to William, have always been in sync to the point where they finish each other's sentences. And so he's like, you know what? Let's try this shit out. You want to go out for a drink at Blue Bar? She's like, yeah, of course. Mm. As long as you're up for a threesome. And he's like, word? Word? And we get a little visual flip and who is there with them at blue bar um that bum ass security guard who wanted to um who wanted maya to be his sugar mama he found yep melly mel melly mel from security yo he done he done found his girl he found his attorney and not only that a senior senior partner partner? we gonna be taken care of boy he gonna be the house oh man he could stay at home watch all the oprah he wanna watch period (laughs) Sharon said, bitch. I felt so safe at work, I decided to bring the security system home. Mm. But I feel like, yo, Melly Mel's really beneath Sharon, though. Like, I don't know why she would want this dude. He beneath all of them. He beneath Maya. He beneath... He's beneath all of them. You think he beneath Joan? I mean, not Joan. He's beneath... Uh, you think he beneath Lynn? Yeah. Lynn got a job and education, and she's managed to finesse her way into getting a free place. 
and not having to pay for it. And I don't think Melly Mel has the brains to do that. I don't think he has the je ne sais quoi. Wow. Very well put. You're like analyzing these niggas. Like, I like it. You know. <laughs> William's bad uncomfortable because this wasn't what he thought he was going to be doing at Blue Bar. Mm. He thought that he was going to be on a little date date with, with Sharon. Sharon. So he's like, nah, I need to check. Check, please. Check, please. And they're just cozy. Like, she's on his lap. They making out. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden his watch alarm rings and that's, they schedule their sex. <laughs> they fuck on a schedule. So wow. they try to find a bathroom, her and Melly Mel. And that's when we get to Joan's house. Mm-hmm. And it starts with a, the end of another story. And this time it's Tony. And she says, you know, Todd's so short, we deserve to park in the handicap space. Hmm. Huh. Is being Possibly. short and handicap? I mean, little person. Is it? I guess not. Is that considered a handicap? If you're a little person? I guess it's not. I guess it's not. No, but like, is it though? Wait, you don't get no perks for being little? <laughs> That's what I said. I mean... Nah. No, they nah. might be though. Because if you think about how... If the world is meant for a grown adult, size-wise... Yeah, because you can't reach certain like things. Right. Doorknobs and shit. Yeah. They should get a little something, something from from Uncle Sam. I don't know. I love that we went on this tangent, like 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 he's really eligible for this <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, let's see if he's actually eligible. It's just a joke from a sitcom. Um, <laughs> it's a good but, thing to to research, though. Now we know. Yeah, in the event that um, it's just random trivial facts of life. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, you never know. The love of your life could be a little person. Ask Tony. Right. Lynn walks into Joan's house and she got a little strut on her. She's strutting. Did you notice that? She is strutting. <laughs> she said she went and saw Lee and she's like, yeah, Tony, girl, you cheated. Oh, shit. She's like, damn, I feel like I cheated too. I don't even got a man. Mm-hmm. Shit. <laughs> Lynn is super sure because she's had a lot of massages and she's had a lot of sex. And that was something different. Mm. And of course, Joan is still being approved. You are all unbelievable. This whole thing is, is, is sleazy and gross, okay? I mean, I would never get a massage from a place like that. And if a man went to a massage parlor and the masseuse gave him that kind of pleasure, we would all consider it sleazy. Damn, Joan. Mm. Let everybody, it's, it's consensual. Like, chill. <laughs> But uh, Lynn rates the massage as sex as a B minus. And she said if it was an A, it would have put her in a coma. So that's her A. A is comatose sex. Damn. Not like comatose sex. Like the sex is so good, it puts you in a coma. A is the coma though? I don't think that would even be fun. Like you're in a fucking coma. Now you got to pay that hospital bill. I wouldn't even think about the pay. I'm thinking about you don't know where you are. You're not you're not in charge of your faculties you know what I mean? Well, that too. I wouldn't even think about the bill. Tony wants to go back. And she's like, but I need a good reason. You know, so I don't seem, so she don't seem like she's cheating on Todd. Like, does it matter? This guy lied to you about his debt. Go ahead and do what you gotta do. That's what I said. You doing all of this? <laughs> contemplating off of a massage, girl? You're not even fucking nobody. Yeah. It could be worse. He probably got somebody on the side, too. Period. All that lying he was doing. He probably lying to you about where he at right now. <laughs> so she's like, maybe if y'all gave me a gift certificate, then it would be rude if I didn't go. Oh, so she wanted... You know, first time, shame on you. Second time, shame on... Shame on me. me. She wanted a gift certificate from the girls so she could have a paper trail. Yeah, so she could, So she has to go back. She needs a reason. The reason is y- your husband ain't handling it, so you need to go to that guy. Mm-hmm. That's what the reason should be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Joan Joan makes all the girls say they're ashamed of what they're doing, and then she's like, okay, good. And then we move on to the next scene, and we're still at her house. Joan's all dressed in her nighty stuff, like uh, big oversized glasses and a robe. She's dressed for bed. Mm-hmm. And William shows up at her house. He wants to talk. He's been having a lot of thoughts about her. So he tells her, he's like, I just want to talk, you know. Ever since I got senior partner, I've been feeling like something's missing. And I will say, 
this show is terrible when it comes to Mr. X. Mm. Like, as soon as Jones started talking, I knew she wasn't on the same page as William. Mm. I'm not surprised this is happening. You're not? William, we're so much alike. We we want the same things. Joan, are you saying what I think you're saying? I know. I know it's scary, but what you're feeling right now, I've been feeling for a while. And I can tell you, it's going to be okay. I knew she wasn't thinking the same thing. <laughs> they could have made it a little bit harder for you to figure out, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he gives her a big hug. And she and he goes, oh, this is so wonderful. It's really cute, honestly. Yeah. Do you not think they're cute? It's, it's, it's he, 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 ha. You know, it's okay. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know. William is just I just weird. think they are the cutest. As a couple? As a couple, yeah. I know listeners, y'all y'all probably hate this part of, of Girlfriends. And um, we know that William and Joan get together eventually. And it's not a very popular thing amongst fans. But when I watched it the first time through, I thought it was the cutest. Because they're both quirky and weird. And like, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're both definitely weird. And I feel In like that's, if, if he was going to date any of the girlfriends, it would be her. I agree with that. Maybe yeah. Tony. But yeah, that's it. Maybe. Oh, because Tony, like, she's chasing the money. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, because Tony would just marry William and then just have a dude on the side because he's corny and she don't want to fuck with him like that. So she would just have a dude on the side and just spend his money. Exactly. 100%. City girl life. Yeah. <laughs> Marriage of convenience. But yeah, I am totally pro Joan and William and we'll see if it holds up because I'm doing the rewatch right along with this podcast. So... You know, years later, I might not feel the same. Mm-hmm. So she's like, yeah, you know, it's really scary, but I know everything's going to be okay once you quit the firm. He's like, what? Quit the firm? I'm not quitting the firm. I have a license plate that says, I sue I'll you. sue you. <laughs> Does that sound like the plate of someone who doesn't want to be a lawyer? So Joan's like, wait, then what the fuck's going on? She's like, you could tell me anything. We're friends. And he's like, you know, um, I know we're friends now, but you think someday that might change? She reassures him that that won't even happen. That'll never happen, man. Men have come and gone in my life. But over the past few years, our friendship has become something that I've relied on and cherished. And nothing you say can change that. You've become a big brother to me. And those are the words that make a boner go soft. Right there. (laughs) So he's like, oh, yeah. She's like, so uh, tell me, what's been bothering you? He's like, you know, that's what it was. I was worried that when you left the firm and me getting senior partner, that'll lead us in separate directions and I wouldn't be your big brother anymore. Damn. Mm. Damn. Mm. So William's in his office. He's listening to some cold train. Looking real sad. Mm-hmm. It's giving 90s video. Is it? I don't know who's giving that. But he's looking on his desk and there's this really cute picture of him and Joan. Looks like they took it literally the, the scene before or something. Because it looks very recent. <laughs> they probably did. Printed <laughs> it out real quick. <laughs> and they show like a little montage of their best bits. What'd you think about the montage? It was cute. I honestly thought it was a little cringe. It started out cringe and then it got better toward the end. <laughs> Seeing them dance in slow motion was like, nah, y'all could have let this shit out. It was given reminisce the 90s videos, early 2000 videos where they reminiscing about the good old days. You don't remember yeah, those but, videos? Yeah, but it's never them being silly, silly like that. Like, yeah. you know, yeah, it's just like <laughs> show them going out and hanging out at Skia or like getting a drink. There was a them getting a drink just a few episodes ago at Blue Bar. Could have used that. You don't got to show them doing shimmy shimmy cocoa pop <clears throat> or doing uh Christmas shit or doing the Cinco de Mayo bullshit. That shit's corny. <laughs> but he calls his mom on the phone and says, mom, I got senior partner. Now, that part was cute. Why are you just not calling his mom, though? It's been a few days. Yeah, it's been a little bit. Very kind of weird. So, then we get our final scene. The girls go over to Joan's house. They're like, oh my God, I couldn't get a hold of you. Da, 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 da. 
bitch, where the fuck is you at? So Joan <laughs> comes out and Joan's like, nah, I'm good. And then the massage nigga comes out, some tall ass nigga, brolic as fuck. He look good. <laughs> and he does. <laughs> Massage nigga. <laughs> so he comes out. He the nigga that was giving the massages and the lady owes during the massages. So he says some shit like, oh, when am I coming back? Or did you enjoy it? Something about a follow up. Same time next Thursday? Yeah. And then the girls are looking at her like, oh, bitch, I thought that you thought it was sleazy or whatever, whatever. And then Jonah's like, ah, ah, ah. I said the place was sneezy. I don't think that's what she said, though. She was talking down about the massage itself she wasn't talking about the sleazy place i don't know whatever whatever john yeah they 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 messed up with the script on that one but yeah he's been rubbing her down for for some time now and he walks out and he goes hey tony maya lynn lynn he holds on the lynn all of them by name he know them by name oh yeah of course you don't just rub somebody down don't 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 know their name Jesus. Yeah, he know he's no Jesus name too. <laughs> they probably yelling it out every time you massage them. Jesus. <laughs> Lord of mercy. So he walks out and they all turn and go, Hey Lee. Cause they're all well, they're not fucking Lee, but you know what I mean. They all had the same guy. They all have intimate experiences with the same dude. Mm-hmm. Mm. But um that's that they give her the little stare down once he leaves and that's when uh she says that she had him come to her house twice a week i mean she got all the money and time in the world why not why the fuck not the end so next is the oh hell yes moment etsy like the site (laughs) what's your oh hell yes moment my oh hell yes moment is the last scene where joan is getting a massage at her house. I just love when services that you usually go to, this is the reason why, not the other reason, but I love when they can come to you and make a right. house call, like getting your hair well, they'll done. they'll come to you, all right. Oh, well, that Or you'll too. come to them. <laughs> not the double, t- triple entendres. Calm- <laughs> oh, you know, I'm a wordsmith. <laughs> okay, Nettie Minaj, I see you. <laughs> Nettie smith the wordsmith (laughs) netty minaj jesus christ that's a whole nother that's a whole nother thing right there but i i am good with my words i can spot a i can spot a pun a double entendre Mm -hmm. i can spot it before anyone else does i don't know how my brain just works that way but anyway It's, it's it's for people who who grew up consuming a lot of um a lot of tv literature i think that's what it is um yeah but yeah, so that's my oh hell yes. Yes. That's a really good oh hell yes moment. Get yours. Go ahead and get yours, ladies. <laughs> my oh hell yes moment was pretty basic compared to yours. Dang, I knew there was a better one. Mine is William getting senior partner. Because <sighs> then consequently, Maya gets her raise too. Yeah true so that's cool i mean i'm happy for william i am and i'm more so happy for Maya. although i don't know how much that raise gonna be i don't know who knows but what i will say is william likes to spend his money on five thousand dollar pens and i just think that that in combination with him so quick to tap dance for sweetelson at the strip club is just kind of like I'm looking at him. Yeah, like, you don't, you don't want to give him what this position because it's just perpetuating mm. a lot of bad traits that he already has. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, so you can pay five thousand dollars for a motherfucking pen, but you can't give Maya a motherfucking raise. Mm. Damn. Well then, shit. Well, this totally fucking poke holes in my oh hell yes moment. <laughs> shit. I guess. So I guess. I fucking guess. Congratulations. Well, you know what? Shout out to Maya. You know what? William, you you strive for this and you made it. You know, it's always good to see someone make it to whatever level they wanted to. And Maya, congrats on your raise that you're getting. You know, maybe you can move out of that apartment. Yeah. Get yourself a bedroom. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I think think maybe the same complex with just a two bedroom. 
Yeah, that works. It's just I don't want you sleeping on a couch like that. You grown. You're yeah. mom. Yeah, sleeping on the couch. I don't like it. I just I just like that complex because um Lynn is doing Lynn is the um manager now, so maybe if you, you could be late on the rent and you know. Mm, yeah. Come with you know perks. the you know the property manager. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's it for our episode. Go ahead and hit us up on social media at Hell Yes Girl, uh, where we will be uh, retweeting all the latest girlfriends conspiracies and tea, you know, spilling the tea. Do that at Hell Yes Girl and go on to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and give us five stars. Leave a review so we can read it. You can say whatever. Just make sure it's nice. You could say hello. You could say goodbye. You could say y'all rock. Just whatever. It helps people find us. And I know there's <laughs> a lot of girlfriends fans out there who are looking to add us to their um, podcast subscriptions. So help us out with that. Mm-hmm. The next episode is called Just the Three of Us. Mm. William, Vasco, and who? Maybe Lynn. Nah, Lynn's doing big things right now. She ain't going to spin the block. Mm. Anywho, we're going to check out what that means uh, next week. And I'm super excited that we're getting to the end. You know, every single season, the budget seems to go up. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see some awesome camera work toward the end of this uh, season. Uh. And I am, I am so ready for it. So fucking ready. I'm here for my black shows getting, getting a budget. You, you, you can mm-hmm. see it too it's like a sixth sense you can just tell by the clarity of the camera like they got good lenses i i, I, I don't know maybe it's just me but i can always tell by the hair you know oh shit see i don't look at that that's a good thing though you got an eye for that shit i always tell i'd be like damn these niggas done got a new hairstylist because like that ain't just your regular ass yakky that's um yeah that shit blended boy <laughs> so yeah that's a good th- i noticed the camera work the camera movement the swooping of the camera the the dolly the high definitionisms the different sets yeah, I think it's yeah on they're the doing beach. outdoor work and it, yeah. it don't seem cheesy like you can actually hear everything some of them be on location you'd be like oh yeah they flew all you niggas out <laughs> So, yeah, I'm excited about that. They about to, well, they doing a little traveling toward the end of the season. We're going to see where they go. I know where they go, but you know, that's going to be interesting to see. But until next time, I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. And meet us here back next week for Just the Three of Us.